Good day to you. Hope you're having a wonderful day. I have a question from the Bible for us to look at. I think these questions help us to look at ourselves and look at God, and I hope they will be edifying, something that we can learn from, and just give us a chance to draw closer to the Lord by asking ourselves these questions. So, my question is, Genesis chapter 4, verse 9, Cain asked God, Am I my brother's keeper? Now here, we know the reference of what was going on with Cain and Abel. Cain had killed Abel. We know that God knew Cain had killed Abel. But Cain asked this question of God, Am I my brother's keeper? Am I responsible for my brother? And that's something we have to ask ourselves in a bigger relationship. Am I, are we responsible to one another? Are we beholding to act within certain moral rules and, and laws toward one another? Do we owe our fellow person? And we can say fellow man. And when I say man, a lot of times, I mean mankind. I mean all of us. I mean humans. You could say humans. But to be clear, just so people understand, because nowadays people seem to have trouble with that, and you know I don't get it, but just to be fair and to be clear, do we owe each other as humans, as beings, as people? Do we owe each other anything in this life? That's kind of the question Cain is asking. One answer we have for that is very basic. If we look at Romans chapter 13, verses 9 and 10, here Paul is going to refer to the Ten Commandments. He says, For the commandments, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not murder, you shall not steal, you shall not bear false witness, you shall not covet. And if there is any commandment, are all summed up in this saying, Namely, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. Love does no harm to a neighbor. Therefore, love is the fulfillment of the law. This is the same thing that Jesus told us, right? This is one of the two great commandments. The first is to love God, and the other is to love your neighbor. The golden rule, treat your neighbor like you would want to be treated, right? So, there is an idea here that we owe some moral obligation to one another because we're all one family. We're all one blood. We all come from the same people. And we can really get into that at some point in the future. But for right now, just remember that all people, all humans, we're all one people. There are no races of people. We're all one race. We all come from the same people. We're all descended down from the same people. So, we are all kind of a family in our own way. And we do owe each other a certain moral obligation to care for one another. Now, when love is mentioned here in the idea of loving your neighbor, this is not a human people type of love. 
this is God's love where we we actually care about that person, whoever they may be, and we want them to have good things. And we want to, you know, possibly help them to have good things. We don't want to do things to negatively impact each other, right? So there's some other verses we can look at. If we look at Romans chapter 15, verses 1 through 6, and this is talking about, Paul is talking about bearing one another's burdens, helping each other out, right? And I'm going to read this to you, and then I'm going to talk about this in a slightly different way than maybe what you think. But he says, this is uh, Romans 15, verses 1 through 6, he says, We then who are strong ought to bear with the scruples of the weak, and not to please ourselves. Let each of us please his neighbor for his good, leading to edification. For even Christ did not please himself, but as it is written, the reproaches of those who reproached you fell on me. For whatever things were written before were written for our learning, that we, through the patience and comfort of the Scriptures, might have hope. Now may the God of patience and comfort grant you to be like-minded toward one another, according to Christ Jesus, that you may with one mind and one mouth glorify the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. So we need to look at these verses, like in the first verse, we then who are strong ought to bear with the scruples of the weak. Now there's another way of looking at that, the weakness of the weak, and not to please ourselves. In other words, we should bear with those who are not as strong in the faith as we are. Or maybe they have no faith. Maybe they don't even believe. We need to try to bear with them and be understanding. We've had times in our life where we did not believe, or we did not believe properly, or we strayed. And so we kind of need to bear with the weak among us. The weak could be considered, if you take it to a certain level, could, could be considered those who are not even Christians. Because who's stronger than someone who's not a Christian? A Christian. Now, that's my Bible, biblical belief. So, and not to please ourselves. Meaning we shouldn't do things or act in a certain way that would discourage their faith or hurt their faith in some way. Especially someone who's not in the faith. If you want them to see the love of Christ and believe that, then you shouldn't act Contrary to that, right? You should try to always maintain um, that love of the Lord showing and showing how you treat and act toward others. It says in the next verse, let each of us please his neighbor for his good. In other words, doing good for our neighbor, acting out that godly love of wanting to help and do good for our neighbor, leading to edification. That's the next part of that verse, leading to edification. Edification is building up or strengthening their faith or knowledge. It can be that as well. And 
Then in verse 3, for even Christ did not please himself. No, he didn't. He didn't do what would have been fun and pleasurable for him. Instead, Christ set the example of doing for us, doing for everyone else. That's a hard example to meet. That bar is really high, and I think we all understand that. But definitely, we should be making an effort within our lives to help others and to look out for others and not not want bad things for others, but to want good for them and, and to help where we can. And then it says, For whatever things were written before were written for our learning that we through the patience and comfort of the Scriptures might have hope. What's he talking about? He's talking about the Bible, the Scriptures. The things that were written before were for our learning. The things that are in the Bible, they are for our learning. That we would learn patience and that we would have comfort, the comfort of the Scriptures, knowing that there's more than just this life and understanding what this life is for. All that's in the Scriptures. If you have questions, the answers are in the Scriptures. Now, not chemical answers necessarily, not, um, you know, not these uh, physical answers, but we're talking about spiritual, really meaningful, heartfelt answers. All those things are in the Scriptures. Then in verse 5 and 6, talking to the Romans, he said, you know, may the God of patience and comfort grant you to be like-minded toward one another. Well, what do you mean like-minded? Well, like Christ, like looking out for one another, helping one another not to just please ourselves, not to just benefit ourselves, okay? It's that type of thing. And then in the final final verse, verse 6 that we were looking at, That you, now this is a plural, you, this is all of you who are reading this uh, epistle, this letter, that you, all of you, may with one mind and one mouth glorify the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. And this is how we would, together, all of us together would glorify the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. This is how we can all be one in one mind, that we look out for each other, that we're watching out for each other, that we're taking care of each other. So to answer our question, to get back to our question, which I know I've been away from for a few minutes, are we our brother's keeper? And yes, morally, we are bound to one another, to watch out for one another, to take care of one another, to speak to one another, leading to edification. Not to please ourselves, but to teach each other, leading to that edification, improving people's knowledge to bring them closer to God. We are morally obligated through the love of God to one another. And that is the answer, so that we are our brother's keeper. So I want to thank you for listening. May the Lord bless you and keep you safe. I hope you have a wonderful day. And remember, God loves you.